Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst for Knowledge Podcast, episode 48. Boom. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. Today on the episode is our 2020 Halloween Spectacular. Yay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we are talking with the one the and only. only. There is only one. There is only one. Noah Tardif. Boom. Mm. Yes. Um, my brother, the legend, the uh, redheaded mastermind of all things ghost and paranormal. And we talk ghost hunting tools like, you know, spirit boxes and EMF detectors, mel meters. Of course. Right. You know, you guys will learn all about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you will learn about the legend of Lucy Keys. Why paranormal things are so scary. We'll uh, we'll explain some of our experiences with otherworldly things, and uh, go over some local New Hampshire legends. You know, like Madame Sherry's Forest and all that fun, fun, scary, spooky, entertaining, frighteningly awesome things. Right to your ear holes, baby. All right. Enjoy. Enjoy. And. Well, um, today is a special day, guys, because it's the Halloween special. Cue the the thunder music, the thunder. Yep. That was a cool thunderclap. Oh my god! (laughs) And, um, yeah, we have... Special guest. A special guest. You know what? We did this for you guys. We did this for our fans. Yep. The TFK Pod listeners for sticking with us for this year. We brought on for our Halloween episode, our special, our good friend, the beautiful and talented Ghost Hunter Noah. Yes, we've got uh, my brother, Noah Tardiff, on the podcast today. And just like we promised from Halloween special 2019 that we should have Noah on this episode, we delivered. Talking about ghosts. Talking yeah. about poster, poltergeist, polter, poltergeists, poltergeists. I think what it's is it called? Poster, poster, poster heist, poster heists. I think there's a. It's like a soft G. It's like a high. <clears throat> I got it. I don't know, Noah. How do you pronounce poltergeist? <laughs> <laughs> poltergeist. Okay. Fuck. I, we were close. <laughs> it's my understanding <clears throat> that poltergeists are some kind of like vengeful spirit, right? Eh, more like mischievous, I guess. Okay. Like a Loki of the ghosts? A trickster, perhaps? Yeah, sure. We could call it that. So how do they... Can they... They're obviously not corporeal, but like, can they beat you up and like, can they inflict damage on your person? Could they bruise me? Yeah. Could they make I me mean, bleed? there are stories of people like claiming that, oh, you know, I've got scratched or touched or, you know... I mean, I wouldn't mind getting touched. Yeah. I mean, if but, you could get physically hurt, you could also get physically pleased. It's true. That wouldn't be too bad. I mean, <laughs> it's getting raped by a ghost. Hey, man. I mean, <clears throat> Ray stands seem to appreciate it. That's right. <laughs> Damn. That classic scene in Ghostbusters <laughs> during that montage. <laughs> 
where the ghost is blowing him and then he like goes cross-eyed and then they like his eyes roll in the back of his head so it must have been a pretty damn great beach it must have been a great ghost beach i don't know ghost beach ah yeah would that, be that, a, a pol- would that be a poltergeist ghost, would that be a ghost ghost gorkin gg <laughs> so what's how do ghosts give blowjobs uh no idea <laughs> <laughs> all right hey man i know you're a paranormal expert okay we don't know many I mean, would they use their mouths or could they use any part of their body it's all well, you, so, you I can mean, physically if, go through all parts of it if you think about it though usually like when people talk about ghosts are feeling ghosts touch them it's usually cold so i mean if you like if you like it cold, oh so I shrinkage guess. Is, an, is yeah. a big issue yeah okay <laughs> You feel in the back of your neck. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, Noah, in preparation for this episode, I was doing some investigation on the tools that are used to hunt ghosts. Cue ghost sound. <laughs> and, um... This is something that I always... I remember, like, you watched ghost shows a lot. And do you still watch ghost shows a lot? Yeah, off and on. I'm more like the like the story ones versus like the actual people investigating. Cause the hunters. I feel more with like the investigation shows. They're kind of just like way blown out of proportion versus actually like getting something like that could be evidence. You know. The one thing that I always find too with the ghost shows that I do watch that are investigators, every time they find something, they run away from it, or they're like, "Oh my god!" And you know, it's like the the purpose is to find evidence, not to just like run away from it and like frighten it. You know, like yeah. oh, that's a good point. I didn't think I've never considered that. Yeah. So like you see a lot of shows where it's like somebody gets touched and then they're running out the door and they're like, "Oh no, we gotta leave. Something happened." It's like, "Well, what? That's oh, the pur- that's the purpose." They're like, "Oh shit, ghosts are actually real. Let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> <clears throat> and one of the things that I always thought was funny was they employ all these different like pieces of technology and some of them actually legitimate pieces of technology that have uses in the real world, so to speak. And then other ones are just these weird, very specific things that are built to like search for ghosts <laughs> or like, you know, find ghost activity. Um, like, <clears throat> for example... You uh, you would always hear the term EVP thrown around, right? What is that? So yeah, what's an EVP? <clears throat> it's an electronic <clears throat> voice phenomenon. Hmm. Yeah, and that's or, just a fancy yeah. way, right? Of like, okay, we've got something recording. We've got a microphone. We've got some kind of recorder that's picking up sound. You know, like we're recording this podcast right now, but it might capture something that we didn't hear in real time, right? But right. you only, when you listen back to it, then you hear something. Yeah. Is that, is that what the EVP would be then? Yeah, so like sometimes some shows are like, I mean, if, you, if you're if you doing actual ghost investigating, ghost. like people do like a real time session to where you ask a few questions and then you wait a little bit, see if something answers. Maybe so ask like a, another like a question. Like a Ouija boards type. Yeah. Okay. And then you you know, replay it back, see if you get anything. And then sometimes it's just like you have hours and hours of recording and you just sit and listen to see if you picked up any like noise or anything. And that could be in reality, like any kind of electromagnetic interference or some kind of stuff that like mics pick up weird things when they're on, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
But on those ghost shows, you'd always get like, oh my God, did you hear that? And then they'd slow it down and like fucking enhance it. Enhance it. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, some weird thing or yeah, maybe like, like a like voice. Something squeaking somewhere. Somebody opens a door or something. And, you know, a lot of these shows will put words with like noises. What they think is said. So then obviously, if you're reading. Like a text along with it, you're gonna, oh yeah, that's what it sounds like it's saying, type of thing, versus actually listening and seeing, like, is it really something there? Or is it just. Well, anytime, like, somebody, like, it's almost like, like, you know, classic, like, misheard lyrics. Whenever there's, like, a suggestive, like, yep, this is what that is, that's, this is what it sounds like, you're already kind of listening it back with the thought, like, oh, okay, I'm waiting, I'm expecting to hear that. Exactly. Suggestive right. thoughts, like this is what it's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Misheard lyrics are, are fun. Oh yeah, quite fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I've do they make specific tools like for ghost hunting? Like it is this a large do you know if this is like a large community and like they have annual like ghost hunting expos where their ghost hunting companies are trying to sell a product or push a product. Yeah, there are, there are different, like, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there are certain, like, I think it's called like a Mel meter. There's different things like that to where it's just like, it's made to try to pick up things that could be spooky or that's like different. That's like not something you wouldn't normally like try to read a room for, but also, what do you mean? Just like, I mean, I don't know if you want to say like energies in the room or if it's just picking up some type of like, you know, bullshit, something like, a you know, somebody farted or something and it picked that up and it was like, oh, we got to hit on something, you know, <laughs> like, so like there are some things that I feel like it's, but the smell vision on, oh, it's <laughs> right. They, they want it to find something. So they design it to find something versus it just actually being a real thing. So, so it's that's like how we were talking about the voice recorders for capturing EVPs. Like voice recorders are something that's actually used in real life for a purpose. Like you're you're recording sound, right? Right. And then other things that they use are like cameras. Like we use cameras to take pictures, but then sometimes just like with EVPs, there's like that photographic thing where if you're looking in at a room, if you're looking at something, you um you don't see it, but then when you take a picture of it, something shows up on that picture. Like, yeah. like those like orbs and shit. You would, yeah, orbs. you would see orbs or like um, you know, orbs, orbs are bullshit. I don't agree with orbs at all. It's all like it's lens all, flares and like, like dust, dust bugs. Yeah. I mean, pe- people get all crazy for orbs, which to me is I, I out of all like the paranormal stuff, I I don't I don't agree with orbs like, like at all. Totally it's, debunked. Yeah, because it's like, you know, you can get, like, water vapor. Like, you know, like, if you really want to, somebody could take, like, a squirt gun, you know, and then... You take a picture of it, and it looks like Like, orbs. And then you occasionally will have, like, one giant something, or, like, an orb. But to me, I feel like it's... Orbs, for the most part, are, like, explainable, like, through dust or, you know, bugs or whatever else could be just floating in the air. And if if the light hits it just enough with either your flash or if you're using, like, infrared or something like that feel like that was more like i used to see orbs a lot in older photos that had to be like developed or like old polaroids i mean do, have you noticed any orbs like with your modern like camera phone have you seen those 
I don't think so. So debunked motherfuckers done. Yeah. Well, have, s- something well, that I was reading though too about like um, smartphone usage in particular when trying to find like f- um, uh, paranormal like evidence. Yeah, yeah. Is that they don't like using smartphones because they emit uh, uh, a frequency themselves mm. that could interfere. So what you need to do is With you need ghosts. to get an old like an old just standalone. Um, camera, camera, or okay. whatever you know, and use that. <laughs> and there's even certain ones that are marketed now, like to ghost hunters specifically, because they don't like impart any like signals or anything like that. Mm. So you're not interfering with finding real evidence. You know, you want to get the shittiest camera you can find <laughs> to manipulate the pictures without yeah. proof of manipulating. It actually those. has orb mode on yeah. it. Like. Ghost mode. <laughs> You know, that, that, that's not <clears throat> orb mode. That'd be, you know, like, because with stuff with AR, augmented reality, you know, you look at games like Pokemon Go and you can have it. Oh, there's a little Pokemon stuff, you know, like, oh, yeah. right. so you could kind of like, you know, if you, if you know how to like design apps, you can easily like fake stuff like that. If you can get like decent, you know, easily. Yeah. <clears throat> like every, you know, 57th picture, you insert some like weird ghostly image in it. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> that ghost is a huge ghost dick. <laughs> That's weird. Must be the same ghost. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, you're saying there's other things that detect actual things like um, EMF detectors, electromagnetic field detectors. So those things are actually like have a legitimate purpose for finding interference from like um, electronic devices that emit some kind of electromagnetic field, whether it be, um, you know, uh, an an alarm clock or uh, a radio or your fuse box. Exposed wires. Exposed wires, exactly. And people will use like for practical, practical purposes, like putting it near a wall or putting it behind something that you can't see. But then the ghost hunters will use those things to try and find like spots where there shouldn't be any electromagnetic activity. And then if there is some there, then it's evidence of paranormal mm. activity. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But another thing that they like to use too, as well is called a um, spirit box. So what that does is it like cycles through radio frequencies at a high rate. So that way, if you get like words or like sentences over that, you know it's like manipulated because it's changing frequencies so fast. I don't know it's it's something that is that like Bumblebee, like the Transformer, like, oh, like he talks to the radio. Uh, kind of, but it. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really see those movies to be honest <laughs> with you. So I've only seen like the one, but. So yeah, I- so it 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 will just. I I don't know if you have to use like a certain like you know am fm type of thing but it'll cycle through like really really fast so the whole theory is is that if it's cycling through channels fast enough you know it's not stopping on like a radio station if it's multiple words because it's multiple words across multiple stations so to Uh like make sentences and stuff and the thing i mentioned earlier is for like temperature the millimeter uses for like temperature fluctuations to change which the thing is with like people use, um, you know, those like laser th- temperature things. In- infrared thermometer. Yeah. 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 Some of those are kind of like, because I bought one to mess around with it because it was on clearance. So I was like, <laughs> why not? You know, see what, see what it goes. Some ghosts. Yeah. But 
because you could point it at stuff and it's made for like point like stuff that you can't reach if you're checking you know like pipes and things so you can easily fudge those he's like the numbers fluctuations because you could be pointing in front of you and being like oh it's the base room is you know this temperature and then you can go to something really cold that you know is cold oh it just dropped six degrees so you can kind of like fudge things like that with some of the yeah with some of the equipment and that's what they're looking for too right is cold spots because apparently ghosts like yeah because it cold. sucks the energy okay they suck the energy out of the the space i guess okay so that's but the idea a, yeah i'd say that's why the idea for when it's cold spots is because the energy is being sucked out and but then, there's also rumors of like warm spots as well so i guess it's really all on how you look at it for nice ghosts keep you yeah. warm yeah right <laughs> like because you usually hear like oh i felt a chill or something yep. and yeah that's, like, oh, fuck these demons. yeah <laughs> So, um, on the, you were talking about spirit boxes or whatever. Yeah. I was reading about those, like, I think they're also called ghost boxes. Yeah. And I found this one that's called the Ovilus five. And I watched a video with like Zach Baggins and <laughs> who's, who's Zach Baggins? Bilbo's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Zach Baggins? So he's, Noah. <laughs> he's probably one of the like most famous ghost hunters i he's guess like a he's rock like, star ghost uh, hunter. yes yeah. <laughs> this is like yeah. the chris angel of the ghost hunter world oh definitely just more yeah, he's jewelry. got a show he's got a couple shows on uh travel channel a couple shows yeah because he's got ghost adventures which is like him and his crew where they go explore stuff and they get stories and stuff and then i think he owns like some type of museum to where he collects like haunted artifacts or he'll like take <laughs> artifacts from people that like they think are haunted or they think no um and then he'll like store them for them and i think there's like a museum i think it's in like vegas or something of course like that. it is i want to say I, i'm not 100 sure but i know i think he's like from he's from that area so but yeah you can go check out his museum i guess <laughs> <laughs> is, he, I is he like do you think he's like reputable or do you think he's like or does does he uh, appear more to be like just a fucking clown? Like, is he the clown of the ghost world? Like, do so. I would say when when his group first started, I feel like they were kind of like more like they got some crazy stuff. But then, like, obviously, like you know, the more popular get, you, the more popular you get, you have to keep up with the, you know, you got to keep the raising cra- the bar. Yeah, you, know? you got to keep up. Yeah, so like. I mean, I've even read some articles. I don't know how true they are, but to where like some of the crew members have like admitted, like, "Oh no, like we faked these scenes," or like we we didn't get enough what? we didn't get enough evidence, so we went back and got evidence type of thing. To where, okay. but I mean, I mean, it's it's an enter it's an entertaining show if you want to watch a show. I I like said I like to I like more the story aspect of shows and like when they talk to people hearing other people's stories than like the the actual like investigation part because the actual investigation part is sometimes of you know like oh oh there's something over here that let's freak out and be really loud contaminating all whatever evidence you would have so it's <laughs> right. like you know or you I'm know here the, for the, purely the science <laughs> yeah so or like you know like the the shaky cameras and stuff or 
the way it's edited, the way it's all put together, it's right. very dramatic, and they'll they'll keep teasing before commercial breaks, like this that. one big thing, and then they finally get to it. And it's really not that big of a deal, right? Well, or it's yeah. like something that's like, do they find Sasquatch? Like, bat- <laughs> <laughs> like bats will fly at somebody, and they'd be freaking out, and then commercial comes back, you relive the you know a couple seconds before commercial, and then it's just like a bat flying at them, or yeah, you know, anybody in general, but. I was thinking about this because I remember seeing a couple of those shows. There was like a, it might be aptly titled Ghost Hunters. It has like, it's like a duo with like a bald dude and like a. Yeah. So there's Ghost Hunters. And then, so like those two guys broke, I don't know if they like broke up. I didn't really research it, but so like you had one of the main guys, Ghost Hunters was originally on sci-fi and they were like Roto-Rooter plumbers. And then during the day, and then by night, they were ghost hunters, you know? So, dude, I forgot about that. But now that yeah. you're saying that, yeah. I remember so that it, show it would show them driving like the Rotor Rooter like van or whatever, and then yeah. they're driving the ghost hunter van. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So, that show went on for a really long time. I don't know how many seasons I didn't look because I didn't think, you know? But, uh, and then the the one the one of the guys left one of the main guys left because of like he wanted to be with his family and like take time with his family because obviously if you're ghost hunting and you're doing a show for sci-fi you're traveling all over the country and then they had a show ghost hunters international which was you know they went like across seas and they would do stuff in like you know like like stonehenge i don't know stuff places like that i don't know if they actually did that or not in an episode but you know now Um, i remember from that show I, b- I believe it was that show. They did. They did a, like a little uh, episode on one of the houses in Lemonster, right? Uh, Gardner, the SK Pierce house. Okay, I was gonna bring that up. Is that the house that they like never can sell because everyone's scared that it's haunted or something? Well, so it's um, in 2015. It was purchased by the Dark Carnival. What's the, the Dark fuck Carnival? Is the dark Carnival. I, I don't know. That's all it said and what I found. But they they've been renovating it, and they actually will rent it out to where you can spend a, like a night there, two nights, or however long you want to spend to investigate it. And I think on Halloween they do like open house tours. Jesus Christ! And that's the SK Pierce House in Gardner. Yes. Okay. And like, like Gardner, Massachusetts, which is you know a little. What, what would you say like uh, slum almost an hour an hour <laughs> west of boston it's the furniture capital of the goddamn country that's for sure <laughs> i thought they did one in lemonster i don't know maybe it was a different ghost hunter show or something like that but it was like I mean, a, there's there's probably a chance that i haven't you know i haven't seen yeah. i stopped watching ghost hunters after a you know a certain amount of time just because it turned into the more of are the, you not are you sure you're not mixing up the ghost hunter show with intervention <laughs> or, or hoarders or, or something hoarders. <laughs> um i know they i do remember distinctly they they did an episode on um i believe it was george's island they went to like george's island you know that place where you visit yeah to be, like, we a went kid. in fifth grade like, fifth grade like yeah. a field trip and they told us that it was haunted <laughs> like when we were there and you could do this whole thing where you crawl through this tunnel yeah and then like and i was too scared i didn't fucking do it <laughs> Just yeah. like a fucking abandoned sewer line. Like, what are we talking about? Like, yeah, you guys just crawl through that well, thing. Well, you don't really crawl yeah. through it. You, it was this dark tunnel that it was used for... I don't even remember. I'll look it up. But um, it, there was 
if I remember correctly, some story of like a woman ghost that lived there, and like you can feel them like touch you and Jesus. The, yeah. And I, they I brought fifth graders through they this shit. Fifth graders, I, mean, <laughs> I was scared. I'm I was too scared because that whole that whole thing was like a like a civil war base, right? Or like it was some kind of war base. Like they had can like when all the other kids were like going through and like cr- walking through that tunnel. I was like up looking at the cannons and yeah. stuff. <laughs> I want to just look at these fucking cannons. Yeah. <laughs> But the the ridiculous thing about that show is like they did a a an episode on George's Island in that weird like war base. Mm-hmm. And like the thing is is like when you're fucking alone in the dark, pure dark, and you're like searching for paranormal activity, I mean our minds are already fucking in that headspace anyways. Oh, yeah. And you're already going to be fucking freaked out and hu- your senses are going to be heightened and aware. Definitely. And so you're going to start fucking hallucinating and thinking you're going to think shit is haunted anyways. Sure. Oh, yeah. So my biggest thing with that, and you guys can say bullshit on me if you'd like, but anytime I've had something that's like spooky happen somewhere to where you're like, oh, this, is, this place could be haunted go check it out go see what made the sound don't like be afraid of it just go see hey okay we heard a weird sound let's go check it out see what it is see if we could replicate that sound and if you can then you figured it out versus you know don't you know obviously think it's like demons and stuff coming for you right away you right. know like more or less i'll think call of you it up next like, time i hear a creepy bang in my basement like <laughs> what that fucking horrifying <laughs> sound was because a lot of the times like i feel like shows that you know like i said when they go to the oh, I'm going to panic immediately and run away versus being like, okay, we heard a sound. What could potentially be making these sounds, you know? Do you hear that weird growling in that cave? Go see if that's a bear or a ghost bear. (laughs) (laughs) It's a real bear, not a ghost bear. (laughs) Okay, so do your best to to actually investigate. Right. Keep your wits about you. Try not to, you know, give into it and be like, hey, all right, what's going on? Like... That's a good tip. All right. I think one of the reasons, like, those shows, like, we're talking about, like, technology or whatever. One of the reasons I think why they make this, these weird things like ghost boxes and spirit boxes and all that is because they don't find stuff that often. So they needed to make up these specific devices so that they could actually, quote, find things. You know what I mean? Yep. Because you can only, like, get so many EVPs and so many, like, take so many pictures with orbs and then, like, you know, put a infrared thermometer around the room and be like, oh, here's cold spots and here's evidence. But if you make something that is giving you what you want, it's like I saw when I was reading about this technology, like somebody was referring it to like as a magic eight ball or whatever, you know, where it's Mm. just you're kind of shaking it and it's giving you an answer, right? right? You know, like, and like one of the, one of the ghost box things I was looking at, it, it was so silly, just like the concept of it, like it, detects paranormal like stuff you know um uh and then it will give you a a word in the english language that it's like translating like ghost or paranormal like activity into words yeah it's a like a digital readout of what it oh there's an app right yeah i have an app gina has an app too yeah there's there's apps or whatever or you can (laughs) buy this thing for like 500 bucks and it's like a little box that will do it for you gina's got a ghost app and she'll randomly run it run it while we're in bed (laughs) and they'll say fucking words it'll just say one word and you're like oh what i was just saying that word a day ago so i will say the creepiest thing so i have the same 
time app that she has just because there's a guy from work he's telling me about it and, you know we were talking about ghost stuff because i you know love talking about ghost stuff paranormal stuff whatever the creepiest one that i had happen with it is that me and becca were we had it on the living room and we were just kind of messing around with it and it said warm air and literally two seconds after that the heat came on so it was kind of like, like, you know, like so, i don't know it was you know and you could literally think anything of it i mean it's just a matter of like timing right i mean if you're looking for something you can find it yeah absolutely i mean right find the quinky dinks oh yeah <laughs> Because that will jump out at you way more than all those words that didn't make any sense, right? Like, you're not talking about that one time it said popsicle and you were like, you know, drinking a soda, you know? But if it said, like, you know, uh, fizzy beverage and, and you're drinking a soda, you're like, what? It says Bell. And I'm like, I'm eating Taco Bell right now. I know. <laughs> How does it know? It's a ghost. Yeah. So it's, you know, if you're. If you're looking for something like it, you can, you know, find whatever. If you're looking for that coincidence, you'll you'll find it. So it sounds like when growing up and and the more you've kind of like delved deeper into like this whole world, essentially, you you were really into the sort of the the investigative part of a lot of this stuff. And then you've kind of at a certain point, you, you sort of veered more towards the the backstory, the rich history of what could be causing or uh, like what's the idea behind these hauntings or paranormal activities of these specific sites, these locations. So was it the fact that a lot of these shows were sort of being hyper commercialized and weren't necessarily producing any kind of like real tangible evidence? And so you just kind of were abandoned ship at that point. Well, so for that, it's, it's the ridiculousness of it, of the going so like, oh my, like freaking out like that. To me, that's what kills it. And that to me makes like the like paranormal investigating look childish or like silly because it's people screaming and, you know, it's like you're not really doing what you're there to do, which is investigate. You're freaking out. You're not, you know, I right. mean, obviously, if the, I can't, you can't really think of anything that's like an example of like oh somebody got touched or like seeing like a full-on like you know what you're looking at you look to your buddy and say hey do you see this and you both see like you know like an apparition or something crazy you know like right there were no smoking guns that anyone ever found yeah you know and it was all done for like quote good tv because like if you're doing like real investigation it's really boring most of the time <laughs> oh, right because yeah. right. you know you could be sitting around for hours upon hours upon hours and just be like just sitting in a dark room with my buddies <laughs> you know like but the one thing too with like a lot of a lot of ghost shows will do is they do like lights out where they'll go to a place and they turn off all the lights yeah i've seen i've seen some of those too yeah so i mean if you really think about it ghosts don't care if it's night or day they don't care if it's dark or light out. Like it's going it, to it, paranormal stuff will happen any time of the day. Like if it's going to happen, it's just going to happen. So there's really no reason to only investigate during night. Cause then to, to me, that's like, Oh, that's more kind of contamination. Cause it's like, Oh, it's dark. There's more okay. shadows. Okay. There's, you know, other things to where your eyes could be playing tricks on you type of thing. But, 
But like historically going back, you always think of like nighttime and the witching hour and yeah. all these things that have happened at night. And probably a lot of them have just been coincidence because it's at night, because it's scary at night. You know, your senses are a little bit off. You know, usually you're tired. Traditionally, um, substances are abused during the nighttime. So your faculties are off. You <laughs> know, yeah. there's all these things, right, that contribute to the nighttime and dark being so scary. And it's all, it's some, it's dangerous, right? Also too, in the dark for humans, you know? So like just thinking back, like, you know, years and years of evolution and, and things just being hammered into our instincts of like- In our DNA. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Fear of the dark. Yeah. Stay close, ghosts will get you. Yeah. So what is the witching hour? And what is that? Mean. So, so it's so the witching hour. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about this, but I I, I know no, a little bit about it. No, no. So the witching hour is three a.m. Three a.m. specifically. Three a.m. specifically. Eastern time. Standard. Uh, mountain time. Or is it just in whatever time zone you're in? I don't know. Never so really thought about that. Witch, <laughs> it's always the witching hour somewhere right. in the world. So the whole I think the whole concept with that is that it's the Antichrist hour. So Jesus like Christ. Jesus was crucified in the afternoon at three o'clock, I guess. So it's the uh, opposite. So it's then the it's the opposite. Of it. Yeah. Right. Which okay. that's what that that's from what I know or stories I've heard. Okay. okay. Is that where like the the lines between like the the dark world and ours kind of it's the thinnest Thin, yeah, and they, yeah yeah you could say that I guess your apparitions I, I mean, can if pop you, through if you believe I used to in wake that. up at three a.m. all the time to piss and mm. I was a little scared because the people used to say like oh it's three a.m. that's when the demons are out I'm like I gotta walk from one from one <laughs> end of my house to the other just to piss I gotta go through like four dark hallways yeah a handful of demons <laughs> and nothing scary than when you're like right at the, right at your destination like right at the top of the stairs or like walking into your room and you can feel that fucking ghoul like <sighs> across your neck you're like fuck 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 almost got me that time oh yeah so noah are there any like specific stories that or and across all the all the books you've read and the tv shows you've watched and documentaries and all that stuff like what stood out to you or is there anything like today that you want to bring up that you found like pretty interesting uh well i have one that's kind of local it's the lucy keys story have you heard this one no no so where does that originate from uh so it's kind of like near like mount wachusett in that area okay, okay so we're talking central massachusetts yep um what what is it like Princeton? Westminster, Princeton? Yeah, it's like, yeah. it's. I think it spans through like those two towns. Okay, yeah. Um, Lucy Keys, which is a Lifetime movie, if you want to watch it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's made. Oh, I, it's kind of losing some credibility here. I know. Yeah, you're gonna have to bring this. It's also up. on Spike TV for a while. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's no, so there, <laughs> interesting there is, contrast. There is actual like documentation for it because you can actually go see Lucy Keys' uh, cradle in the Princeton Historical Society. Weird. Interesting. Okay. So it's right. um, and I believe you can still visit the house. It's just like stone, though. It's like the outline of like a house with like old stones. I believe you can still go visit that. Good place to metal detect. So basically what happened with this story was in it happened in 1755. Okay. So uh, the Martha Keys, she sent her two oldest daughters to collect uh, sand from Wachusett Pond for cleaning their house. 
Um, and then so, you know, four-year-old little Lucy went and followed them. You know, she's a child. She's not supposed to be doing what, you know, following them. They, they Once they realized it, they told her to go back home. And on her way home, she vanished. So when that happened, her mom basically went insane trying to find her daughter, you know, shouting out, um, you know, Lucy throughout the woods. So that's part of like the legend too. It's like if you're out in the woods at night, you can hear her shouting Lucy's name because she's looking for her. Lucy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so one, the other thing that I saw too with that was like, if you stick your, so there's a couple different like theories of how she died. There's somewhere like, uh, let's see. Pack of wolves. They think that like traders that were coming through the area might've picked her up, you know, just, I don't know, like if there's like a lot of like child abductions back then, but like so that was like one traders the, or something like that. Like, uh, two traders. traders from Groton okay. were traveling near the Canadian border, came across a white woman living with the natives. Yeah. So I guess there's just like natives. 1755? Yeah, so children being kidnapped around that time was like a common thing. Okay. I mean, it's common now, man. Yeah. Yeah. But the other, so then the other like stories that they think she drowned in like whatever little rivers that were around the property. So one of the like the other like part of this legend is like if you stick your head under the water near the mountain, you can hear a little girl screaming. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. So that's, That's yeah, that's part of one of the, that's that's part of one of the, uh, one of the like the legends for the, but yeah, apparently it was a Lifetime movie in 2005, The Legend of Lucy Keys. Hmm. Did you ever visit that area? Have you ever explored there? No, it's on a, on my list of things I would like to go check out, but... Okay. Damn. Yeah. Scary. Oh, and then I know you guys talked about the Hoosick Tunnel. Yes. I actually yeah. drove out to North Adams, Massachusetts to check it out. Like recently? Yeah, like what was it? Like after last you Monday? listen to the episode? Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I didn't actually get to explore it because it's still used from my understanding. That's that long ass tunnel, right? Yeah. It's like four, goes to the mountains. Like six that. miles long. Yeah. Yep. A bunch of people died. So I put the coordinates in the GPS and I drove out there. The last street it was going to have me turned on, turn on was a no name street. It just says turn right here. So I get to it met with a ton of no trespassing security signs all over the place of course and i'm by myself and it was still another half mile walk to like of a trail to go see this tunnel and i'm like i don't want to risk you know getting my car towed by parking in front of all these no trespassing (laughs) signs and stuff so i mean it was a nice drive it was a nice day (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that was a i know they explored that on ghost adventures that's like one of their first episodes, I think, mm. I feel like. Oh, wow. A lot of people died, right? Fuck ton of people died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. they're using explosions, explosives, and was it nitroglycerin or something to like blow holes in the mountain? Yeah. Yeah. We uh, go over that in detail in Halloween special 2019. Mm. Yes. The bloody tunnel. Oh. <laughs> no thanks, I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things that could freak me out, I think paranormal stuff is like my, that's the one thing that really gets me all the time. That's the one thing that really kind of like gets my fucking fur standing up is, is the paranormal shit because, you know, if you ever come face to face with like, I don't know, a chupacabra or a fucking, a Sasquatch (laughs) or whatever, like 
At least you can do some damage to it. It's a like, physical, tangible thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you kick it in the dick, yeah. or or it's dicks, or yeah. what you think is it's dick. There's so many dicks. There's so many dicks. I don't know which one to hit first. I didn't know the Chupacabra had five dicks. Yeah, so I mean, you Head can just... <laughs> you can do some sort of physical damage before you're probably your, your, your demise, your whatever. But paranormal shit, it's like, it's all around you. You don't know what's there, what it's, what's happening, what could happen next. It's mm-hmm. so very unpredictable. And then if it's talking to you, you don't know where. You know, it yeah. Could be like hiding yeah. behind your couch. So that's that's where it really <laughs> kind of freaks me, <laughs> freaks me out a lot more. Um, but do you know of any, have you physically, have you personally encountered any kind of... Um, paranormal activity anything anything you would like to share so are we talking about like like our my own personal experiences with like a ghost type of thing or are you yeah is that the question sure yeah all right so last year i ran the lights for my cousin's show um at a theater because anthony does you know all these different like theater things and sure the first time i stepped well i wouldn't say the first time the first time I was actually running lights for him, we we went in through the basement, and I just remember, and I I didn't know anything about this theater at the time. I remember feeling like the image of like a woman sitting on a chair, like waiting for a show to start, was just like in my head, and I thought it was so much to where like I don't know how you guys perceive dreams, but to me when I dream, everything's kind of like shimmery. It's kind of like hmm. it's like blurry. It's to where like obviously when we're looking at each other right now, it's like a blurry version. It's kind of how dreams are perceived in my mind. So, so it's like you're looking through some kind of translucent lens. Yeah. So like, that's what I thought I saw. And I had to do like a double take. Cause we were first opening the theater for the time for the first time of the night. Didn't think anything too much of it. And then on the way home, I said, cause Anthony did mention something before about how one of the theaters he did stuff at has like things happen, but that I'm more worried about messing up the lights than I am worried about, you know, spooks coming for me. <laughs> so that's not what I was thinking at the time. To be clear, you mean spooky ghosts. Spooky ghosts. Not yes. ghosts. <laughs> to be clear. Not not CIA agents. <laughs> not spooks. Uh, so then afterwards I said to something to him in the car about it. And I'm like, Hey, is this the theater that you, you know talk about? He goes, why, what happened? And so I'm like, all right. So then I told him what I saw and he goes, yeah, that's uh, Nelly is what they refer to the ghost of this building. So I was like, all right. And I described what everybody else had been, you know, like talking about to a T. So I thought that was kind of creepy. Um, and then, so that was the first time I did lights for him. So what but theater is the that? last like, time. It's the... Uh, <laughs> I fucking quit. <laughs> right. It's a theater in Barrie, Massachusetts. Okay. I think I went... Uh, I think I've been there and seen some... Uh, or at least one of Anthony's shows. Probably. Because it was in Barrie. I, don't, I can't yeah. imagine there's a bunch Barry of... Barrie Players Theater. <laughs> there we go. Called. Yes. I've been there. You yeah. sat there and you looked around and there was just a bunch of ghosts sitting there. I didn't see any ghosts. You're the that. only real person. So then... Cause I had to do work. Uh, we were, I was helping him with like the stage and stuff, like getting set up for the next show that we were doing or that he was doing. I was just running lights again. Um, so we were up in the, the attic cliche, right? 
so well, we were up in the attic and he's like oh i want to make sure all the lights shut off when we uh turn this light switch off because you know they're trying to like save electricity they don't want lights and stuff on and you know, when they don't have to so he shuts the lights off and i don't know if you guys have ever seen the show it's it's a buzzfeed show it's where um they investigate like paranormal stuff and they have like a skeptic who's like wicked hardcore skeptic where he's basically telling like ghosts to like fuck off and like he doesn't even care and like the other guy's like freaking out because like the flashlight turns on by itself or whatever which i can get we can get talk about flashlight stuff later um in one of the episodes the guy says hey boys it's or hey demons it's me your boy so I said that when he turned the lights <laughs> off. <laughs> so he turns the lights off. I say this. You know, obviously nothing happens. Yo, it's your boy Noah. I'm here. Yeah, yo, right. yo. So, finally arrived, uh, bitch. As I'm going down the stairs, I thought I bumped into something. So, like, I felt something in the back of my shoulder blade. I kind of turned around to, like, take a look. Nothing was behind me. I didn't bump into any, like, shoes or anything. But it felt like somebody had stuck their finger between my shoulder blades and then kind of like squished twice but it was like it was warm so like when we were talking about like you know cold and cold spots and warm spots so like that was like the first like real like paranormal thing to where i was like well you know that was kind of strange that was different i've never had something like that happen so like trying to push you down the stairs right yeah or like hey you know i'm here don't make fun of me uh, maybe like (laughs) yo it's your boy i'm here (laughs) tap tap bitch see you later (laughs) okay and then there's been like other random little little things that have happened there that from like other people's stories that they had they apparently had a um like a headphone jack thing like rip out of one of their amps like just like just like like you hear like the rip of it pull and then just drop Mm-hmm. And that was like in front of like a bunch of kids, and then Anthony was telling them like, "Oh yeah, it's a ghost." Here. Oh yeah, it's probably Nelly. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, cool. So it's, and there's a bunch of different stories. I can't really think of any that people have told because I've heard so many from it. But I mean, that's pretty crazy. I don't think I've ever had any physical contact with anything that I thought was paranormal. Mm-hmm. You have any experiences, Seth, with with the ghosts? I he, he just said no. I'm, well, physical, like, <laughs> like well, no, physical things, physical, right? like, like, oh, I was oh. pushed or touched or something like that. Like, have we talked about, par- like, ghosts? I don't, par- so. I don't One time when I was a kid, I was on Pleasant Street, right, uh, in Leominster. Yeah. And there's that old schoolhouse over there. Yep. yep. People said that it used to be, like, haunted or the taunted or something about Indians. If you go in... You go like near the road, but towards those woods over there, there's like a tunnel, mm-hmm. like a like a drainage ditch tunnel, and it's big enough to walk through, at least when I was a kid. And I remember being over there and about to go over, and then all I heard was like Indian drums, like dun, 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 like so fucking legit. I was like, ah, ghost, and it like wouldn't stop. It's like getting louder and louder. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die right now. Yeah. But I was also like six years old, seven, so See- my imagination is peaking that's the thing like the only experiences that i have had was when i was like much younger and my memories of them now as an adult like seem very like sharp and real but who knows dude like right my dad on the other side of the tunnel going could have been could have been just like sometimes you think you hear things you know or you have like like sometimes you can hear a song in your head like and it seems like it's so clear you know yeah like if you're like really focused in i don't know but it really there's no sound you ever hear phantom phantom ringtones 
You ever hear Actually, your f- yeah, I do. Yeah. I really do. You're like, did you hear that? Like, like I think my school. phone just rang. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. I, I get like, you or feel like, like a vibration, like, the vibration in your pocket. In your yeah. pocket like, you think it's a text, but and your, then your phone's not even in your pocket. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts have my phone. It's ghosts of smartphones of the past. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was trying to think of anything experiences I've had, but I just like, there's only like certain like, vivid memories that i thought were real but now that i'm thinking about it it, like they all took place at like at night like when i had to like when i woke up in the middle of the night and like took a piss and came back like like james was saying like walking down the creepy hallways like i I feel like at those points it's like i don't know if it's like a dream or just like overblown imagination that's the thing a little bit of fright and fear kind of taking over a little bit I don't really, I'm not a really huge believer in this shit, but I do have some sort of um, irrational fear when doing stupid shit in the dark. And the fear is of like some sort of demonic demon or ghost. So like without, with not like believing, then you have that weird irrational fear. Yeah. Oh yeah. For no reason. Yeah. You know, like makes I- no goddamn sense. I'm I'm in your camp. I don't be, I don't physically believe in paranormal activity. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't I don't really particularly believe in any of this shit. But like if we all decide to get drunk and go hang out in a graveyard or something, <laughs> I'm I'm going to be respectful of <laughs> the cemetery and not like piss off any ghosts. Not fuck with anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just in the off chance I'm completely wrong because i don't really know yeah i'm gonna treat these areas with respect and not like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna just open up you don't want to get a ouija board out in the middle on midnight with like we'll just get a virgin we'll cut some blood out like, <laughs> oh, thank god oh lucifer come to us yeah definitely not gonna do that um, right. yeah I, I don't which do that's that. a conflicting feeling like it if definitely. i don't believe in this shit it doesn't matter yeah. then it shouldn't matter yeah. i shouldn't i should fucking cut open my wrists and you know, Sacrifice praise to Lucifer <laughs> and, yeah. and you know, jerk off on the Ouija board. I yeah. should. So maybe just by the fact of you admitting that you do, some part of you actually does yeah. think that, you know what I mean? Like you say, it's all, it's all bullshit, but for some reason, there's still that small part that you hang on to that you're like, I mean, there's that small chance, man. Well, you know? There's no real certainty because you don't really... Just because you don't know that it's not there doesn't mean it's not doesn't it's not real. That's I, right. I don't know, but but then the absence of evidence doesn't does, shouldn't necessarily mean that it's automatically true either. Ex- exactly. So exactly. It's, I have these weird like kind of back and forth thoughts with this yeah. stuff. Some conflict. You know, same thing with like magic or like other fucking forms of like spiritual stuff. Like, yeah. it's yeah. weird. It it definitely is weird. I mean, the only one. That like the there's a couple instances that I experienced when I was younger. They were both at night, and there's two that pop out into my head. One of them is a very quick story, where I was just walking back from my neighbor's house in the middle of the night, and I heard what was the classic ghost noise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The fuck was that, man? In in reality, it was either my mind playing tricks on me or somebody playing tricks on me. (laughs) Like your dad or your grandpa? Totally, dude. Totally. And then I just fucking 
book it <laughs> like back up into my parents house i was like did you guys hear that did you guys hear that like the, and then nobody heard it obviously <laughs> the funny thing is have you ever messed with little kids as a grown-ass adult because i do it all the time no <laughs> so like especially like my buddy's kid you can see the irrational fear in their eyes oh yeah and just like it doesn't make any sense the fear that they have it doesn't compute with you anymore. Mm-hmm. And you it's think it's, it's funny, but you see the fear. And it's like, <laughs> I understand that fear as a kid because I used to be a kid. Yeah. But like now it's like, so some things that you like, you remember when you see the fear in other kids' eyes, like children's eyes, you, you're you like, oh, it's all bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just flip a switch. They're like, what was that? And they just start, they're like, I'm ready to fucking Dude, disappear. Like, I like, remember that fear that I felt when I heard that <laughs> booing noise because that was like, I don't know. I'm 33 years old. That I had to have been like 10 or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, I was just like, nope, that, fuck that. Like, <laughs> That's interesting you say that because I remember like <clears throat> it being like, I don't know, nine o'clock at night or something like that. And I'd be like walking home from your house to my house. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So from from your street to where I, I lived was you probably had to walk down maybe six or seven blocks or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And I just remember, like, there were certain nights where I was just so kind of just freaked out or I heard a noise or something where I just, like, if, <laughs> if you were if you were looking at me from, like, an observational point of view, like, you were on your porch, you would just see a kid tweak out and then just run. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I totally remember that. that. I yeah. remember those experiences. And, yeah. like, dude, me and my boy Phil, he, would lit- he li- literally lived like two houses down from me but he was like the way our houses were staggered it was like my house and then his neighbor's house was directly behind me and his was right next to me so i had to like cut through like two backyards to get to my house oh shit which was kind of scary at night and i just remember like i'm like oh it's getting late i'm at phil's house i'm like it's gonna be it's coming soon i gotta like make that that trek and i remember just like lingering just a little too long he's like are you gonna go home like yeah yeah i'm going home like yeah, like two two minutes, I'll go home. And you're just like psyching yourself. I'm like, you fucking got this dog. You're not going to get murdered. You're not going to get murdered. <laughs> and you like leave like, all right, see you later, man. And it's like, it's almost like a goodbye forever, maybe. It was like, bye. I, I love like, you. Yeah, see you I later, mean- bro. It's like, okay, uh, <laughs> see ya. And then you're like, you got this. And then you just start sprinting. <laughs> it's funny because now as an adult... Like, I'll Stupid. fucking walk around, you know, lurk, lurk in the shadows. I'm going like, to go hide in this bush for a little whatever, bit, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, it makes sense. But it yeah. doesn't. Rational fears, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I shit, know. I remember I was, like, fresh, freshman in high school. And I was, like, at some girl's house, and we were, we were like, oh, you know, let's watch It. We watched, like, oh, the It movie. You're right. And then by the time it was over, it was, like, 2 a.m. And I was like, all right, now I can either where she lived in town it was like i could ride my bike like like five miles home and take the road or all i have to do is go across a train track bridge in the woods and walk down a trail and i'll get home in like two minutes fuck that and i like (laughs) i get to the point where i have to choose my path and it's dark and it's like walk down that scary path in the woods (laughs) ride my bike five miles and i was like so long i was like don't be a pussy don't be a pussy you can go through the woods and you're like i'm like no nah, fuck that i'm riding my bike and i was like just pedaling as fast as i could every time i hit like a spot where there's no street lights i'm like fuck! yeah <laughs> and i rode my bike all the way home 
Yeah. Hustle's a big fat pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Noah. You've 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 poured through the literature. You've studied the TV shows, you've you've looked at the gadgets, the gizmos, you've explored, you've you've done what you've could to immerse yourself in this paranormal culture. I mean, do you believe? Do you believe in ghosts? Do you believe that do this you, stuff Or do you want to believe? Yeah. Yeah, I've mean, actually yeah. kind of been thinking about that a little bit lately, to be honest with you. Part of me hopes that there is that the world isn't really as boring as we perceive it and that there is something I don't know, out man. There. Have you seen Planet Earth? <laughs> Fucking well, shit is not boring. Well, yeah. No, yeah. I understand that. But like I'm talking like, you know, there is a party part of me anyway that, you know, kind of believe, hopes that like there is some type of, you know, magic, if you will, or paranormal. Yeah. Something something that's not just something that's not explained by physics or science or like Yeah. Okay. But I'm kind of like borderline. Maybe, right. maybe not. Because, like I said, I I hope, regardless of you know, like what actually is out there. But like, I don't know. I like the unknown part. Like, I kind of hope that there's something out there more than just you know, like what we are. I sure. guess. I think that's like uh, that's that's a human nature thing, though, right? Because say magic is real, right? What now, is magic but not undiscovered science? Yeah. Yeah. But but now it's but now it's normal, right? Like if you can fucking conjure flame and throw it at people, and now it's like you're just proving, like, hey guys, look, I can fucking conjure flame and throw it at people, and then some other dude figures out how to do it. Now it's not special. It's not unknown. It's yeah. not. It's not like really mad, or it, it's something that's called magic, but it's not mysterious anymore. It's not. There's nothing fun about it, right? Like there's all sorts of cool shit that is happening in the world right now. Like whether it be technology or whether it be like animals and insect, but that shit's real. We can prove it. We can see it. It's tangible. So it's boring. But you know, obviously, fucking all these unknown things, these paranormal things that we can't quite grasp, we can't put our fingers on. Whether or not it's stories throughout the years that just get twisted and like mm. weird things that happen. Um, whether or not they're real or that some of it is based in truth, and then it's more like it's entertainment regardless. Just talking about this stuff and investigating it or whatever. But if we could, if we really could grasp it, then it's like ah, uh, like move on, like, <laughs> right. you know. We'd be looking for something else that isn't right, that sure. doesn't exist. Oh, you know? That's just ghosts. Man. That's no that, it's ghosts. It's Bigfoot. It's aliens. Well, it's, it's yeah. you know. <laughs> Although <laughs> the alien thing, though, that's another story right now. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I mean, that's yeah. that's a good point, right? Like that unknown or that that wanting something big, something that's bigger than you, something yes. that's bigger than our world. Yeah. But guys, so I was doing some research, okay, for this episode because I wanted to try and find, you know, live in New Hampshire now. You know, lived in Massachusetts most of my life. Know sure. a lot about the local lore in Massachusetts and everything. So I was trying to look up New Hampshire stuff. Okay, things that happen like specifically locally to New Hampshire, some lore and all that. Right. And I, and I picked out two stories. One, which I had never heard of before. And another, which I was talking to a guy about our Halloween episode that we did last year. And he told me about one of the stories that I'm about to tell you. Okay. okay. 
So I'm going to start now with Ocean Born Mary. Have you guys heard of Ocean Born Mary? No. <laughs> Not until today. <laughs> Ocean Born or Mary. It's not, Possibly. It, it is not a game. It is not a game. <laughs> can make it a game. Okay, so the lore goes, and I've seen, I read a few different versions of this story, and I kind of picked uh, parts from each and made my own a little bit. Okay. Based off of the different lore that I saw. But in 1720, a pirate named Don Pedro captured a ship named the Wolf off the coast of Massachusetts. Aboard the ship was a red-haired baby that was just born on the day of the hijack. No, are you a goddamn ghost right now? <laughs> you ghost baby. You ghost baby. I'll never tell. So <laughs> Don Pedro said he would spare the life of the crew and the passengers if the baby was named after his mother. His mother being named Mary. Okay. So they named the baby Oceanborn Mary Wallace. All right, because her her parents' name last name was Wallace. So Don Pedro gives the parents a bolt of green silk cloth and told them that it was for Mary for a dress to wear on her wedding day. He spares the life of the crew and passengers. They go on with their name, you know, with with their journey, whatever. So Mary goes on to grow up in Londonderry, New Hampshire. She married, has four children, and was widowed at a young age. Okay, so she loses her husband. She's got these four kids, whatever. Now, years later, Captain Pedro comes back in search of Mary. And, you know, he wants some. So he's like, hey, so he Mary, some. like, yeah, I see, you You know, you don't have a husband anymore. I'm a pirate. Let's, you know, Make live pirate up. pirate babies. Give Let's me that pirate booty, son. Exactly. Oh, I'm here for my booty. So they get hitched <laughs> and they go to live in a mansion overlooking the town of Henniker, New Hampshire. All right. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day, Mary discovers the body of Don Pedro. He'd been murdered on the grounds of their property. Now, it's suspected that one of Don Pedro's pirate compatriots came back in search of his treasure and murdered Don Pedro. Okay. So Mary, freaked out by finding her dead husband's corpse, proceeds to bury it along with his treasure underneath the hearthstone in their kitchen. Mary goes on to live a very long life. She dies at the age of 94 in 1814. That's crazy. That's so old. Yep. And since that day of her death, there have been sightings of a tall red-haired woman with glowing green eyes that wander the property as well as her house. And you can go visit the house. It's still standing. Today. Can I go fucking dig up the hearthstone and get that treasure? <laughs> Seriously, son. That's all I'm thinking about. Now, that's the tale, okay? That's the tale. But, obviously, there's there's been some debunking and some research and some historical things that some have happened. Some digging, perhaps? Some digging, yes, James. So, um, there really was a Mary Wallace who traveled from... Um, uh, Great Britain to Boston. So her parents were Scottish and they were emigrating to New England to escape violence in Northern Ireland. And there were, in fact, pirates that boarded the ship 
at the time. Whether or not there was a guy named Don Pedro or he like threatened to, you know, kill the passengers unless they named her Mary. That's all. Yeah, sure. Fucking psycho. We'll name her whatever you want. Yeah, right. That's such a stupid. It's such a weird thing, right? So, but there, there, so there was Mary Wallace. She did really live. She, she was on that. She was, she was born on that trip. And uh, apparently the whole thing about the, the green silk cloth, her wedding dress or whatever, like that was like a real thing. Like whether or not those pirates did were sympathetic to the, mm-hmm. you know, the passengers because of the baby that was born and all that stuff and gave her a gift that may have actually happened because you can actually go see the silk cloth in like there's pieces of it that were distributed amongst towns in New Hampshire. That's that weird. Yeah. It's crazy. So um, another part of it is that uh, she, she really did outlive her husband. She was a, widow, a widower and then she ended up moving in with one of her sons. So she didn't live in some castle that overlooked, you know, the town of Henniker, but she did live in the town of Henniker. So there were, there were two Wallace houses in Henniker. One was the home of her son, Robert, and the other one was the son, William. (gasps) Fuck. Yes. So after, (laughs) after her husband died, she lived with William, um, not with Robert. And this is the interesting part about this story, which like completely like debunks a lot of it so obviously don pedro never comes back no pirate ever comes back and marries her whatever you know her husband dies and she goes to live with one of her sons now the the wallace house that is still standing today that you can go visit is of the son that she didn't live with right so i mean i guess you could say that yeah she haunts a place that it was it was her son's but it wasn't even the house that she was living in when she died bullshit haunting yeah bullshit haunting yeah and the other thing how this story came to be was that there was this dude um lewis roy of wisconsin that moved to new hampshire in 1917 and bought the wallace house what he ended up doing was he made up all the crazy stories <laughs> about the, you know, the, the, the pirate Don Pedro. Coming back, Don Pedro and all that shit. And he was giving tours at the house Smart. and would be like, yo, there's buried treasure back here. If you guys want to rent a shovel from me, you can dig around a little bit. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <Yeah. Nice. laughs> Look for that treasure. Right. <laughs> 10 bucks a, a shovel. That's yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. But nonetheless, the house is like, you know, still in existence today. And it, I mean, it's an old ass house that you, you could go and take a look at and everything. But obviously, it's one of those things that over time. It Just gets... wear boots because there's a lot of fucking holes everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> Roll your ankle. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting because there's all these like snippets of truth that kind of happened that got woven into this story. And then over time, it's, fucking it, like... Con- it's like conspiracy theories, man. Yeah. 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 It's little elements of truth everywhere. Right. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Anything else in the New Hampshire lore? So the other one is uh, Madame Sherry's Forest. Sounds sexy. And All right. Sounds I like sex forest. So <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the guys that I work with, who uh, he told me about the story after I was telling him about the Halloween episode of the podcast. So I looked it up for for this episode. So in the middle of this forest in Chesterfield, New Hampshire, there once stood a castle erected by the infamous Madame Sherry. 
I don't know if it's Cherie or Sherry. I want to say Cherie, though. Let's say Erected. Yeah, (laughs) I did say erected. So it burned down in the 1960s, but all that stands now is a stone staircase that goes to nowhere. What? Stairway to heaven? Actually, that's one of the things that they refer to it as. And... um, uh, there was a couple other like stone structures that were left over after the, the house burnt down. There's like part of the fireplace and part of the, the home's foundation. So um, the history of uh, Madame Sherry is that she was from New York and she was this um, famous costume designer for Broadway productions. And she was kind of an eccentric so after her husband dies, all right, more husband death happening here, <laughs> she decided that she wanted to build a castle in the woods in New Hampshire so that she could throw these crazy parties for her friends and all that shit. So... <laughs> it's like some eyes wide shut fucking parties, man. Uh, pretty much, dude. So she was rumored to throw swinger parties in the castle Fuck and invite yeah. celebrities from New York as well as bands and all that shit. Uh, I mentioned that she was an eccentric and it was said that like New Hampshire, you know, residents had seen her driving around locally, like in her custom, like convertible with a monkey on her shoulder and all that <laughs> shit. Like, Fuck yeah. yeah, dude. And I looked up pictures of this lady and she Life was, goals. yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, she's wearing like crazy clothes from back in the day. Like exactly. Like she looks like, you know, like she's she, even a beefy five layer burrito before they're even around. Like, <laughs> dude, it was weird, man. Like, very weird. Very weird. So, um, you know, uh, eventually she ran out of money and, um, she moved, she had to move out of the castle and it got vandalized. And then eventually it, it burned down in the sixties. So now, um, you know, people will go back to this spot and they'll claim that they see her climbing the stairway to heaven. Or if you, if you go up those stairs and you say her name three times, She'll push you off the stairs. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to go give that a try. That's one thing that I get fucking freaked out but about, yeah. too, is when people, you do like Bloody Mary in the mirror three oh, dude, times. I won't do Fuck that, shit. that shit. I won't do that shit. Candyman, Candyman, Candyman. No. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. What, what? <laughs> yeah, why is it always three times? Noah, do you have any, you have any thoughts about why it's always three times? No idea. Probably just, just like the OCD of... I don't know if I made this ritualistic, up. I guess. I don't know if I made yeah. this up in my brain. Chanting. But in one, of, I think Leprechaun One, the movie, Lep- something about <laughs> like the uh, Jennifer Aniston, something about like sneezing three times and you're dead or some shit. I don't know. I don't remember, <laughs> dude. I haven't seen that in a while. Whatever. Yeah, but like obviously, there's all these like uh, this lore about other things that happen there and. Some say that like it was a cover and it was actually a brothel that she was holding that she had there, and um, the local women in the surrounding towns burned it down, like because obviously their husbands are going to visit course, the brothel you know? and all that ah, shit. So funny. there, there's all that stuff. And then like in the 80s and 90s, like kids, like teens, would go there and it was a popular party spot and all that shit. You know, drinking. I party in a, and, part, a castle. Yeah. In the woods. Um, it seems too new for it to be haunted. I don't know. Yeah. Is, that, Seems a thing? is that a thing, Noah? Like, How long does it have to be until it's Is there a ghosts? timeline where things got to be haunted? I mean, it burned down in the 60s. Like, That's that's still new. I mean, well, sometimes... <laughs> that's fucking new. I mean, the 60s are new. Granted, I just did clean out a dead house, and it felt a little ghouly in there while I was alone. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, oh, is he still fucking here? I just smelled so... Yeah, but that was like the nature of just the 
it, just what the condition of the house anyways. Yeah, it's true. Because you had like, it but was I mean, like being in a time machine because you had fucking camcorders. Granted, fucking, you, you do see like people who like lose their husbands or something and they're like talking to them still like, oh, I see him around all the time. Yeah. You know, someone who just died maybe just a few years ago, but oh yeah. Bernard, feel, that's just Bernard, you know. That's Bernard jerking off on the couch again. <laughs> <laughs> well, so like the thing is with like hauntings are a lot of people say if there's a lot of emotion into something. Right. So if you know, like if you have a really strong emotion for something or like the property or the whatever energy. that could cause the haunting. So is that like like an like the idea of like unfinished business? You're like hanging around, you're not crossing yeah, over. That or like if you like, you know, like your husband goes crazy and murders everybody in the house. Like it's not unexpected. So it's like, you know, obviously if the husband or, you know, whoever decides to do that to their family. Pent up rage. It's a lot of emotion that goes into it. I mean, unless you're just like a psychopath and you're just like, I'm just going to do it and then keep going to do it. But, you know, like, because there's one story I can't think of where it is, but I know it was it happened relatively recent. I want to say in like 2018, 19, possibly to where this guy. He went crazy, murdered his wife and the daughter. So when the police were there and there's like videos you can find online of like the actual cop cameras, um, like body cams. Yeah. Okay. To where it, they're like investigating the house, just kind of looking around, you know, for like clues and whatever else. And in some of them, some of the like video, you can see like it looks like a child at the top of the stairs, kind of like peeking around the corner. And then uh, there's one instance where um, they were in like the kids' room, like looking through toys, and they heard like like a little either a little girl's voice happens or like a toy goes off. But it was like literally like. A month or so after the family had been murdered i think the husband might i don't remember did he commit suicide afterwards i don't remember or not he might have been he might have done something like that or they arrested him whatever um but yeah so i don't think it has anything to do with how old something is i think it has more to do with the emotion the energy that happens okay Mm. but but that that those new age ghosts like that's pussy shit compared to like you know, Mademoiselle in the fucking fortress or fucking, <laughs> sex, you know, sex dungeon, yeah. you know, Oceanside Mary or something <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's OG. That's legit. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Well, I okay. think that's just because it was harder back then in the stories just get twisted over time. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now it's like, oh, something happened five years ago. We can kind of look it up, you know, and then there's body cam footage and yeah, like yeah, all this shit, stuff. Right. It's like, that's true. Yeah, I, I I mean certainly a lot of it is like embellishment and it's the telephone game. Yeah. Passing down stories. Yeah. 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 Well um, Noah, do you have any final thoughts here? Final thoughts. Yeah. Mm. Actually before we wrap up, I want to make sure we kinda hit on a point that we uh put a pin in earlier. Okay. Flashlights. You mentioned something about flashlights. Flashlights, oh, that's oh, right. R- okay. Yes. So the flashlight thing. So you know like the mag lights where you kind of spin the top? Yeah. Where it, that's, a, that's how it turns it off and on. So there's a thing that like ghost hunters like to do, which like I said, I think it, when I found out that's what they were doing for this like experiment, if you will, is um, you basically almost turn it on all the way, but it's just enough to where it's not on. So and if then you kind you, of tap it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so that you can get it to turn on. And then yeah. they put it on the table and they'll ask like yes and no questions. Oh, turn the light on, blink the light or do whatever. 
as a way of like finding evidence or communicating when it's literally like you can just whack it on the table and it turn on. So like if somebody walks across the floor and there's any little bit of vibrations that gives it that little push to oh, make the make the connection. I don't know. I think it's kind of. Did you test it out? No, because I know that about the flashlight, where mm. it's just that's you know you give it a little tap. Oh, and so then it's, d- they don't they don't give that information out ahead of time that they that they turned it just so that it's like right on the edge they just say they're putting a they're flashlight they're evidence yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just saying like, oh i'm going to put this flashlight on the table right i think there's only that that buzzfeed show is talking about i think they're the ones that are like oh this is the concept behind this and that's how i learned that oh okay mm. okay which that that show is pretty hilarious what is it called it's um oh it's it's something on buzzfeed something exploring the unknown or something i don't remember to where like i said like one of the dudes is like wicked skeptic like he so there's a goat bridge like the demon goat bridge or something somewhere i don't know where it is but he's like dancing dancing on the bridge he's like this is my bridge now goat man he's like dancing on it and stuff. he goes they'll sing they'll, they'll tell tales of me <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean that's entertaining yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, a, it's a pretty funny show and then the other guy's like freaking out because you know he goes from like oh you know like taunt the goat man so he's like the skeptic guy just standing on the goat man's bridge and he's just like, fuck you, goat man. And he's like, oh, geez, I didn't think you'd go that hard so quick. <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like a decent show. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty funny because it's just, you know, like I said, two guys just kind of, one really believes really hard. The other guy's like, it's all bullshit. Like, yeah. So, um, just, you want to tell everybody how they can access your show? So, uh, Noah's Spooky Tales and Happy Trails is on uh, public access. What channel is that on? Uh, 53. Channel 53. And that is at, it takes place at 11.53 and it runs until 3 a.m. Uh, 3 a.m. on uh, Eastern Standard Time on shut her down Friday nights. Most will get you. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming on, man. I, yeah, I learned more. Me. I'm still a Skeptic. I don't, but, I don't blame you. But we've <laughs> we've learned that I kind of believe, so that kind of isn't. Uh, um, I'm not a skeptic. Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> I just have to remember, humans are the real monsters.
cares? I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> Whoa, getting dark, man. Wasn't that scary? I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> Why, you want to be a ghost? I just want to be a ghost, motherfucker. <laughs> so we can find you with all our tools. Oh, Fuck yeah. yeah. Tools of the trade. Dude, you know what? Of all the cool sound effects that there were in that episode, we're missing one of the classic Halloween ones. Which one? Is it a cat going, Wow. Thunder? No, we had thunder. We had thunder. Is it the Wilhelm scream? No, I was thinking. Is it a creaking chair? The witch cackle. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. Just like that. Kind of. Well, now we have it. Now we have it, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. We just created it in real time. Whoa. You know, Seth does a mighty witch cackle. Cackling. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's a little too powerful for the Did we get the ghost here. gorg? We got a ghost gork, right? <laughs> <laughs> no gorking on the podcast, all right? Okay, guys, it's like it's QC time. Indeed. Yes. Uh, I listened to the episode. Yep. And I really don't have anything to correct or contribute because was, I was mostly, uh, you know, backstage commentary on my end, so I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything either. Okay, well, good, because I've got enough for all of us oh. on this one. <laughs> I've got a plethora as, of ghost facts. As QC. expected. All right. So there were some things. I, I made a list of things that I wanted to QC on this episode, and it ended up being longer than I thought it was going to be. So some of those things I think I'm going to save as potential topics for next year's episode. Mm. Okay. Um, but I will go over some quicker, you know, uh, hitters here that aren't too much detail because what i ended up doing with this list is i'm going through and i'm like oh man there's like a lot on this like i don't want to just like kind of gloss over it so first thing is ham you asked if there were such things like ghost hunting conventions or expos oh or yeah okay and there's a shitload of Fuck them there yeah, <laughs> yeah so I did a search and uh, just a very simple Google search. Ghost of, conventions. Yeah. <laughs> and the the first thing that pops up is this like article um, that details a bunch of them that you can find all over the US. And what the fuck, man? It, yeah. Are it, people really that stupid? <laughs> Are people really fucking dumb? Well, I think from what I could gather I clicked on a couple of the links to see like kind of what they look like. And it ranges from stuff like obviously your ghosts and aliens and Bigfoot and that kind of thing. But then it also was like bundled into like horror comic con type things where there will be paranormal booths and like demonologists and stuff, but also coupled with like, celebrities from horror movies or okay. that that kind of thing you it's know? a little bit more acceptable and understandable yeah yeah um there was one that i found that i think was the closest one to us that i could find anyways in plymouth massachusetts called paracon and uh it was canceled this year mm. you know because of covid and such but next year it uh has the guest speaker known as John Zaffis, who starred on the sci-fi show Haunted Collector and runs the Paranormal and Demonology Research Society of New England. Whoa. Yes. It's a whole whole clan of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So that sounded interesting. Um, along those lines, my next 
piece of QC is Zach Baggins. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Remember yeah, that Bill guy? Brother. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so he has a museum in Las Vegas and it gets a 4.6 star rating on Google. Damn. So that's that's kind of impressive. Do you look at those ratings? Is it mostly like woo? woo. <laughs> Every review is like woo. Yeah. <laughs> it's all ghosts, man. There was a lot of ratings too. I mean, uh, uh the the description of the quick description like on the Google ratings thing was a paranormal museum with 30 spooky rooms and winding corridors and a reputedly haunted 1938 mansion. Whoa. So that sounds like it could, you know, it's probably the aesthetic of for sure. You know, old school haunted place mixed with all these collection of artifacts and stuff like Noah was telling us about. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ghost hunters. Mm. We talked about this, I think, in both of the Halloween episodes, last year's and this year's, where there was an episode that took place in Leominster. Yes. But yeah. we never really like went into detail about it. We just said that it happened. Yeah, I think I tried to talk about it, but I I I did really poor research or something. It really there's really not that much there. It's it's your typical ghost hunters episode. So, I looked at some of the local newspapers that wrote about when it happened, like, you know, the Sentinel and Enterprise and of course, you know, of course the classic hometown newspapers. And it was in 2008 that it happened. It was the house on Orchard Street in Leominster. And it's pretty much, oh, we have EVP evidence of a child saying, it's magic. And a deep voice saying, you're going to hell. And like, it's just like like how Noah was talking when they put that suggestion of like, oh, this they put is like a subtitle. Yeah. And then you listen to it and you're like, oh man, I do hear that. Yeah. And then it was, it was doors creaking and slamming. It was like all the typical stuff that you would expect to. And it wasn't even like super, you, cause you think like, oh, why did this, why is this house being on the show? Like there's got to be some kind of history or something, right? Like somebody died in the house or there was some crazy thing. And the only thing that it mentioned was that there was a fire like, you know, a hundred years ago in the house, but nobody died. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. Yeah. It was like, uh, okay. (laughs) Funny houses catch on fire. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know. Um, this re- it didn't really seem like there was much there to me, but it was cool. I mean, you know, some national show or whatever comes to our hometown, right? But yeah, that was a while ago. And the other thing that Noah was talking about, like haunted houses that were local to us, was the S.K. Pierce house in Gardner, Massachusetts. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're making that into like a haunted house, Airbnb or some shit. Yeah, it was bought by. <laughs> the dark carnival <laughs> so i looked up the dark carnival obviously and um it seems like they're a group like it was something that was started in new jersey and it's a circus themed haunted attraction that was established in 2010 and is housed in a 7000 square foot octagonal area Okay, in New Jersey, all right, yeah. and um, 
when you go there, you can travel through a thousand feet of mazes and encounter like trained performers who are like in costume and stuff like that. Something like okay. a spooky world or, or whatever. Mm. But for whatever reason, maybe they're trying to build their brand and build their company so that they're buying other local right they're places expanding. and flipping them into uh, attractions and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. So they bought the SK Pierce house, which has a whole backstory behind it to why it's haunted and all that stuff. That was one of those things that um, maybe we can go over in next year's episode because I started reading it, like the history about it, and it was pretty long. <laughs> like I wouldn't be able to summarize it, you know, pretty quickly here. But uh, I tried looking up um, reviews of people that have stayed at the haunted, you know, mm-hmm. SK Pierce house. And it seemed like, I don't know if they were, if they're open yet for people to stay over. It just seemed like most of the people were talking about getting a guided tour of it. So I don't know if they do tours and then they also do stayovers or I don't know if, you know, the timing of COVID kind of interfered with all their plans or whatever. Probably. Yeah. But the descriptions of it and like, um, all that is included that you have to sign a waiver because you might get injured or something like mm-hmm. that because there's violent ghosts, which <laughs> kind of led me to believe that there ha- they have some kind of like tricks trapped in the house or some actors employed to kind of make give, you, give you that haunted experience. Sure. You know? So if you're freaking out and you, you know, accidentally fall down a flight of stairs, it's not their fault. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I couldn't get too much information on it. Maybe more will come. Uh, another one of the things that I think uh, is another topic of an, in and of itself was George's Island. That was that local Boston, uh, you know, I- island in Boston Harbor or right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. The the quick thing that I did want to mention about that, and I remember this now that I was reading about it, that one of the the most the more prominent ghosts that haunts George's Island is the Lady in Black. And then there's a whole story about the lady in black, which I'm not going to go into right now. <laughs> um, and lastly, Noah had mentioned this BuzzFeed show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with like the, the silly guy who's like ta- you, yeah. troll. taunting the goat man. Yeah. Yeah. So I watched that video. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it also had 17 and a half million views on YouTube, Damn. which is pretty considerable yeah um but yeah that's buzzfeed unsolved paranormal because there's multiple divisions of buzzfeed unsolved they have like a true crime division and i don't know a handful of other ones or whatever but uh yeah this one the goat man's bridge you can search that on youtube it's that sounds like the taint (laughs) (laughs) goat man's bridge yep (laughs) Oh, pretty entertaining though, and that's that's all I really got for the QC. Anything else? All right, no, I'm good. Okay, James. all right, guys, thank you for listening to episode 48 of this podcast. Check us out on Facebook, follow us on uh, Instagram. You know, give us a review, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast on any of your podcast apps. Check us out on Spotify. We're on Spotify now. A lot of people listen to us on Spotify. If you got uh, Apple stuff, you know, iTunes, give us a review. 
Thanks, guys, for listening. Enjoy. Goodbye. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. It's That's over. it. That's it. It's Bye. over. Bye. Sausage candles.